Shalom Rabbi Sabez Hashem, again, a new simon, simon, Amen. Aleph, Din, Tfilin, Bishabis, Biyantiv. We're discussing the halachas of Tfilin on Shabbos, Biyantiv. This is Shir number 69. The Mechavit tells us in Sif Aleph, Bishabis, Biyantiv, also, Laniach, Tfilin. On Shabbos, Biyantiv, it is also, it's forbidden to put on Tfilin. Why is this? Mibnei Shehem, Atzmum, Ois. Vimanichem, Bahem, Ois, Acher, because Shabbos and Yontif are an ois, are a sign that Hashem is in charge. Hashem created the world. Hashem is running the world. And the Chavit tells us, if you put on a different ois, it's being mazals of this ois. It's cheapening this sign of Shabbos and Yontif, what they represent respectively. Explains the Mishwan Sif Kotten Aleph. Shabbos v'yamtiv, v'yamtiv sheni nami bechlal, l'didon b'nei chutz l'aretz. So those in chutz l'aretz, the second day of yamtiv also has that status of an ice. And therefore you cannot wear tefillin in the, on the second day of yamtiv in, in chutz l'aretz. Before we continue with Sivkat and Beis, I want to ask you a question. The question is, if you are in and this is for Limud and not for Allah Chalamais. Allah Chalamais is speak to your Rav. But if you are, you, you when I say you, meaning you, B'nai Chutz Laaretz. Because Baruch Shem, we have people living in Eretz Yisrael, listen to this year. But if you are in Eretz Yisrael, if you have the schus to be in Eretz Yisrael for Yontif, Shuas is coming up, Mitzvah Hashem, a few days. And if you're there on Shuas, should you be putting on tefillin on the second day of Yontif? That's the question I ask you. So you'll say, what do you mean? You you are bnei chutz laaretz and you keep two days yantif, so why should it be any different? You're not you, you're keeping yantif, and we just said over here that it's noise, so you can't be mazal's noise. So this actually is a machlokes. This goes back many years, but I will tell you between Rishlomo Zalman and Rabbi Yashiv. Of course, like I said, it goes back many years before them as well, but. When I was learning Eretz Yisrael, my Rebbe told me a psaq that year that Rosh Hashanah said, privately, when no one sees in your own room, you should go put on tefillin without a bracha. Okay. Now I remember talking to my friend about this, who was in a different shir, and he said to me, what? He said to me, his Rebbe said the opposite. So his Rebbe was saying the psaq from Rav Yashif. My Rebbe is saying the psaq from Rosh Hashanah. That you don't. Oh, you don't even do you, it. You don't do it at all. You, you keep it to the yantif. Why should you be putting it on? You, for you, it's yantif, right? You, you, everything is yantif. So why should you be putting it on? Yeah, right. Rav Shlomo Zalman was of the opinion, of all the lamas not getting into it now, but that you should put on the tefillin without a bracha. Privately. Privately, exactly. Privately as well. Because you're keeping yantif. But because of a chashash, maybe there's a, it's a suffix that maybe you should be wearing it, you know, because it's, it's not yom So that was just an interesting uh, point over here where, although we're saying Shabbos yontif are an ice, and it's also to put on fill in Shabbos yontif, in that scenario, there happens to be a machlaikis if you are in Eretz Yisrael and you're B'nai Chutz Laaretz. Sivkot and Beis continues the Mishnah further. Osul Niach, you cannot put on the fill in Shabbos yontif. And even moving them, 
Yesh Oymrim Ganke in the Osir, there are those that also say it would be Osir. Unless, now we go into the world of Shabbos, Hilchus Muksa, which begins in Simon Shin Ches, that unless it has a status of a Klishemalachtulis, which means a, a vessel, a container, something that is purposes for that which is Osir. And, and it's interesting because the Mishwur is telling us that is the status of what Tfilin are. So, for example, a frying pan, for example, is muksa. A frying pan is muksa. Why is a frying pan muksa? What do you use a frying pan for? Cooking. For cooking. Are you allowed to cook on, on Shabbos? No. No, you can't cook on Shabbos. So a frying pan is muksa. Now, what happens if your frying pan is on your counter and you want to cut some vegetables for a salad on, on for the Suda? Are you allowed to move the frying pan? You have to use your elbows and your nose and your toes. Okay. You pick it up with your hand and you put it where you want. You don't need a shinoi. Right. You pick it up with your hand and move it where you want because you want a place. Right. Or if you cannot find your nutcracker, we're not going to a hechos muksa now. If you cannot, cannot find your nutcracker and you figure, I want to get these uh, walnuts open, so you take your frying pan, you give it a good zets, and you got your walnuts open now. You thought what? I thought that was a hammer. Well, you could do that also, but you can't find your hammer either, right? But the main thing is you can't find your your, your uh, nutcracker. If you can find your nutcracker, but you want to do something else, that you cannot use. Well, Shem will get to Shinches and those halachas. So you can use it, Gufoy means itself for the nutcracker, or Mekoymai, or the place you need as well. You can pick it up and move it with your hand directly. No Shino is necessary in that case. It's a cliche, Malachal Isra says the Mishnah Brura. Now, the second opinion says that in order that they should not be stolen or or anything like this, they should not fall, you are permitted to move them from place to place. And in, in the case of necessity, one can be lenient and rely on this latter opinion that you can move the tefillin like this. Siv cotton gimel shein atzmam ois. Okay, now, Rav Noyach was asking, what's this ois about? Explains the Mishnah Ruin Siv cotton gimel. It's an ois. It's a sign. Bein Hakadosh Baruch Hu uBein Yisrael between us and Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Shenemar, as the pasuk says, keep ois he beini uveineichim. It's a sign between he between me and you. That's what this is. Ve'yamtiv gamkein mikri ois. Yonder is also called an ois. The Pesach Mitzrayim says ois. It says by the Pesach Mitzrayim, it's called ois. V'hukshu kol moyadei Hashem v'parshas emor. So we just had parshas emor. All moyadei Hashem are connected, are connected to Pesach. So this is where we see that Yontev is an ois, and Tefillin is an ois, and since we already have, which we didn't mention earlier, we already have a bris milah, which is one ois, we need to have two oisias throughout the day. We have the ois of brismila. We have the ois of tefillin throughout the day, right? Some in the weekdays. That's two edim, two oisias. Comes along Shabbos and Yontif. We put aside the tefillin, and we have the ois of the day of Shabbos and Yontif. Let's just finish here, and then we'll take your question. Sif in Dalid, the Mechaber says, "V'menichem behem." Ois acher, and you put on a different ois. Says the Mishnah, the Hainu Tfilin, the Chsibu Vahayulachal Ois Ayotcho. The Pazak says very clearly, and it should be a sign for you on your arm. Hoyazilzul, it will be a disgrace 
and the person which we saw earlier will also be disc- the, the, uh, violating the Issa, the Raisa of Baal Taisa, of adding on to a mitzvah. Just as long as he put it on, if he put it on, the mitzvah, the purpose of the mitzvah. That's when he violates and transgresses the Issa, the Raisa of Baal Taisa. But if he puts it on, not for a mitzvah, it's not a it's about tosif, or it's not a zilzul, not a disgrace. Unless he puts it on publicly, then it's awesome in the rabbanon. Those are machmir in all scenarios. that they should not put it on. As discussed in Shin Aleph, unless a person finds a tefillin in a bizayin stick away, a place on the ground or something like this. And and then he wants to pick it up and um, and bring them to the proper safe place where they can be. Yes, question. Mechaber says in top page of base, b'cholamayid. We'd have to wait till cholamayid later. B'cholamayid gamkein oser la niach tefillin miatam hazev atzmay. She may cholamayid gamkein ois. Okay, gamim ois. Right. So we see right over here, even though it's discussed great length over there, in the cholamayid, but we discuss it right here as well. The Cholomite is also an ice. Says the Ramah, There are those that say, You were Tfilin Cholomite, right? There we go. Now, see, that's why you, you were quiet a little over there. You see this? The Ramah says, even to make a bracha, not just to wear it. And that's why I mentioned that uh, you have. Yakis would do like this. Yeah. In, in all these right, I'm saying that's not really what we do though. Yeah, you'll, as you'll see in a minute. But you don't make a bracha out loud like you do the rest of the year. I do want to point out for a second here that this that he says make a bracha out loud on the tefillin is only the tefillin shal yad. The tefillin shal roish, one should not be making a bracha out loud when he puts on the tefillin shal roish because there's a shaila as to whether or not you need a bracha in the first place. So even though it's not a shaila of a, of a suffix bracha, it's not a shaila as we discussed a few weeks ago, there's no suffix bracha, as Mishra explained, but the halacha is that when one puts on the tefillin shalosh, he should not be making with the bracha out loud, as the Kitzur Shulchan Aruch elaborates on that as well. Says the Mishnah Brura in Siv Kotin Vav, the first wide line. So as we said that Yontif is an ois, so Chalamayit is also Yontif. So, what's the ois of Pesach? So he says here, the ois of Pesach is the eating of the matzah. What's the ois of Sukkah? Is Yeshivas HaSukkah. That's the Pshad and Mechaber. Now, what's Pshad and the Ramah? The Ramah said, you put it on. Not only that, you make a bracha. So, this is basically the Machlekes over here, which is elaborated on more in Hilchus Chalamoy, but since there's Asiyas Malacha doing work on Chalamoy for necessity on Hilchus Chalamoy is Mutter on Yantif Chalamoy. Therefore, you don't have the ice. You don't have the ice of Yantif. So therefore, you need an ice. So therefore, you put on the fill.
When would one take off the tefillin on Chol HaMoyed? So he says before Halal. Take off your tefillin on Chol HaMoyed before Halal. So even though you're wearing tefillin on Chol HaMoyed, but you should take them off before you begin Halal. He says the Mishwah that there are people who have the meaning of taking off the tefillin still tefillin after kedusha of Shmona Esrei. Now, if they do this and take off the tefillin during Chazar Sashatz, to be careful to answer Amen to the brachas. So it's interesting how the Mishra is pointing this out. That during Chazar Sashatz, there's one thing only people should be doing. They should not be learning, of course, to talk as also. They should not be doing anything. They should be focusing, looking at the sitter, to know where to answer Amen. Those who say Baruch Hu Shemay, meaning a girl is not to, but the majority of the world does say Baruch Hu Shemay. You say Baruch Hu Baruch Shemay after you hear Baruch Ato Hashem, and that's what we should be doing. So the Mishmaru says here that if you're going to be taking off your tefillin during Chazar Sashatz, focus probably, make sure you are listening to Shemay Nesrei Chazar Sashatz. Sivkod and Ches. The Ramah says, Don't make a loud bracha, like we do during the week on a, on a film shalyad. Because they're those who put on filling, and they're those who don't put on filling. So don't make the bracha out loud. Or they're those who don't make a bracha. See, hear this? You should make the bracha quietly. To avoid machlekes, what's what's a machlekes over here? You do your meaning, I do my meaning. But unfortunately, sometimes people will get annoyed. So what are you making a bracha for? It's cholamoyd. What are you even wearing tefillin for? It's cholamoyd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 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 in order to avoid machlekes, that's the tamadavar. Don't make the bracha out loud. In those days when they would go walk publicly to shul with the tefillin out. Here he says, don't do this on Cholamite. Okay. Vachreinim agreed to the Taz that better to put in the tefillin without a bracha on Cholamite. Yes, the Ramaz says to make it with a bracha. And that's why he said, we have a chaver in town who's a yaki, and he actually makes a bracha, like the Ramaz says. Same name as you, and you get called for Leah. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. Okay, but the Taz says, and the Mishnah is from the Taz and Achrayim say not to make a bracha. Ki a bracha is in the ma'akvay to suffer brachas lahakel. What's the svara? The svara is, can you do a mitzvah without making the bracha? And the answer is yes. The mitzvah is still chal. Of course, you want to make the bracha when you're supposed to. But if you didn't make the bracha, you still fulfill the mitzvah. So here, when there's a suffer bracha. There's a doubt. Should you be making a bracha? Should you not be making a bracha? Because the Mechaber says you don't put on tefillin. The Ramah says you do put on tefillin. Mm. So the fee, she does Mechaber, you should not be making a bracha because you should not be wearing tefillin. Says the Taz, Nachreinim, therefore put on tefillin without a bracha. Even stronger. The Gura, let's finish the sentence, please. The Gura is of the opinion that that this uh, this Ramah that says you put on filling with the bracha 
There's no source for this in the Gemara. And when something has a source in the Gemara, it's very strong. When something does not have a source in the Gemara, okay, so then you have to, it's much, it's much weaker. That, that uh, you should not make the bracha. Before you put it on, you should think as follows. Now, for all those who wear tefillin and please pay attention. For all those who do not put on tefillin and please pay attention. Okay? But those who put on have to even apply this. If I am mechuyuf, so this is a kavana one should have if he puts on tefillin and If I am obligated to put on tefillin, I'm putting on l'shem mitzvah. And if I'm not obligated to, I am not putting on the tefillin l'shem mitzvah. And through this, a person will fulfill his obligation according to everyone. By the way, if I'm not mistaken, if I remember from 26, whatever years ago, that's what Shlomo Zalman's approach was, when I mentioned earlier, to put on the tefillin, on al-tanai, on the condition, like we're saying over here, that if I'm ukhuyit to put on tefillin chalamoid, so then it's l'shem mitzvah. And if I'm not ukhuyit to put on tefillin on the second day of chalamoid, excuse me, the second day of yontif, for ben chutzlar, it's in Eretz Yisrael, then then he should have this concept in mind as well, that if mechuyiv, it's a mitzvah, and not mechuyiv, then I'm not putting off a l'shem mitzvah. Now, even though those who hold cholomoyed is not the time to put in tefillin, he does not transgress the isr of Baal Tosef, of adding on to the mitzvah, like we said a minute ago, because he is not having intention to do it for a mitzvah. The kosher kain shein lachosh bezel is a zilzul shel oyis chol hamoyed. We're also not concerned that maybe he's going to be disgracing the oyis, the sign how Kadosh Baruch Hu is the bayri oylom that Kadosh Baruch Hu created the world, Kadosh Baruch Hu is running the world. The zegam kain einoy elo bimiskavin l'shem mitzvah because that only applies if a person specifically is intending to do a mitzvah, and he just made this tonight, this stipulation. Now. The Mishra brings from the Prima Gaudim. The next category. What's the next category? So, Tfilm Rabbeinu Tam. There are those who wear Tfilm Rabbeinu Tam every single day. When it comes to Cholomayid, we don't wear Tfilm Rabbeinu Tam. Okay? We don't wear Tfilm Rabbeinu Tam. Oid Kosu Achreinim, De'ein Ochon, Shabbat Zaknezaz Achas, Tzosim Yenichu Tfilm, Tzosim Lo Yenichu, Mishum Lois is going to do. There's a Gemara in Yavam, Estaf Yedalet, Omid Beis, Maris says, you should not make agudois agudois, different groups. What does it mean? Lois is guided based on this pasuk. In the same place, in the same shul, you have people wearing tefillin, people not wearing tefillin. What's going on over here? The same minion. The same, same minion, the same room. It should not be like this. And there are many shuls you'll go to in many communities that you'll find a shtikl mechitza in the back of the room. And it's for those who are wearing tefillin. It's for those who do wear tefillin. Because the general understanding is, unless maybe you're in, in, in uh, Washington Heights, I guess, I don't know, is that we don't wear tefillin cholomoyed. Those who do, they'll dab behind the mechitza. After Shemona Esrei, by Chazar Sashatz, before Halal, they'll take them off and maybe come and move the mechitzas, something like this. I don't see that over here in these communities. I don't know why they don't do it, but the Maya said they don't do it. 
Umisha eight, you have that by you? Oh, look at that. Very nice. Okay. Umisha eight maniach tfilin mechalamoid, shemispel base a medish shemenichin tfilin, the person who does not wear tfilin mechalamoid. Now we're going the other way. But he's diving the shul where they do wear tfilin, shemenichin tfilin. So what should he do? So the same principle, like he's going to do. You put on the tefillin. So he said, wait, it's not my minig. You put on the tefillin without a bracha. You put on without a bracha. A tzibur that has the minig to put on tefillin, they should not deviate from the minig of the tzibur of, of, of everyone else. She'ein l'shanus Minhagan, they should not change the minig. That's the minig of the tzibur. So you put it on. I want to suggest the reason why the Mishra is saying this is because it seems like there's a, a general direction of not wearing tefillin chalamai. So he's saying if you are a tzibur that you do wear tefillin chalamai, that's your minig. You keep your minig. That's your minig. No reason to change it. Mitzvahem, we begin tomorrow. Lineda, we begin. Simon Lamed Beis, Leif. Say the Ksibis Tefillin, the order of writing Tefillin. And I will tell you, these, this is one of the Simonim, that when you learn it and understand it, you're going to come to appreciate the Tefillin, the mezuzahs you have, what the Seifer does, to make sure that you have Kasher Tefillin. And I will tell you also that there are 52 Seifim. This is one of the largest simonim, if not the largest simon, in, in all of, I believe, at least Arachayim. So, Mitzvah Shem, we're going to begin here tomorrow, Seder Ksibas Tfilin.